The podcast that you're listening to is being presented to you with the cooperation of the SJ Network. If you're a person who needs a publicist and you want to appear on podcasts, contact Stephen Joyner at s-j-network.com. Let's get on with the show. Today's guest, Wendy Koch, is the co-host of the podcast, A Juicy Pair, and the author of the supernatural book, A Grey Resort. That's given me an idea. I could go for a juicy pair right now. Are there any in the Sherpa Chalet Super Kitchen? I think Dudley ate the last one. How about a rotten apple and some stale graham crackers? I thought that was what the chef was making for dinner. There is nothing like the gourmet food here on Mount Podcastia. And, it's also a good thing voiceover bots don't have taste buns. Attention, rebels of the Sherpolution. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. We would like to give you a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial simply by heading to www.audibletrial.com Sherpa. There are over 180,000 titles of audiobooks and podcasts, including this one, to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle or MP3 player. And now, the one and only Mr. Bruce will lead you into the Sherpa Chalet. As a reminder, you can only bring one mountain lion at a time on the elevator. Welcome to Too Many Podcasts, the podcast about podcasts. Now, podcasting from the Sherpa Chalet on Mount Podcastia, he's your host, Jim, the podcast Sherpa. Hello there, Rebels, and welcome to Too Many Podcasts, the podcast about podcasts and so much more. Yes, so much more, so much more. Hello, you know who I am, Jim the Podcast Sherpa, just in case you didn't know who I was. But we are here on another Wednesday or whenever you're listening to the show. It was Wednesday when I originally aired it, but you're free to listen to it another day. I won't tell anybody. It's okay. It's a secret. So, we've got a really interesting guest today. Who's our guest today, Sherpa? Her name is Wendy Koch, and she is the author of a book called A Great Resort, and she's also a podcaster who co-hosts a podcast called A Juicy Pair with her buddy Sean. And we had a really interesting chat about all sorts of things. We talked about her book. We talked about paranormal stuff. We talked about the podcast, all sorts of enjoyable things. I won't hold you up too much because the interview is coming up right about now. So have a listen to my chat with Wendy Koch. Hello there, Rebels. We are in the resort room of the Sherpa Chalet. And my guest is one half of a podcast called A Juicy Pear Podcast. She is also the author of the book called A Great Resort. Dun, dun, dun. And it's definitely a book you want to check out if you... Well, we wouldn't want to give too much away on this. Her name is Wendy Koch. Wendy, welcome to Too Many Podcasts. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Very glad to have you. Now, what got you on the podcasting bandwagon? I know everybody usually finds different reasons why they want to do it. I live in Michigan, so we had pretty um, we had pretty strong restrictions in the, during the pandemic, right in the beginning. And it was just really stifling. So um, my friend and I, my friend Sean and I, I don't know, we were just sitting at a bar and grill last summer and we're like, you know what, we, you know, we have both interesting stories to tell. Um, she almost died from a brain aneurysm last year, early last year. 
And um, she's had uh, a lot of stuff happen to her, uh, me as well. And so I thought it would be kind of a neat thing to have, you know, just more to have fun, you know, because there just seemed to be like this great big gray cloud hovering over our state and everywhere else. And it was like, oh my gosh, I want something uplifting, fun. Um, maybe interview people who have obstacles and have overcome it. Um, interviewing creative types, authors, musicians, entrepreneurs, you know, we just, we thought it would be fun. So uh, we started it um, end of October. Our first episode came out uh, beginning of, of November and um, we're having a lot of fun with it. We enjoy it. So how did you get the name A Juicy Pear? Well, I had about 50 different names that I wanted to use. And I um, I was hoping that she would pick it. And we narrowed it down to five. And she's like, you know what? I really like that pear one that you came up with, that pear one. And I'm like, yeah. Um, you know, it's unique. Uh, pears are, I don't know, they're, they're a fruit, but maybe not everyone, you know, a juicy pear is just something different you know, a juicy story, a juicy pair. And she liked it. And I'm glad she did. So we decided on that name. Yeah, I guess it's also a good play on words too, because being that there are the two of you doing the podcast as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm glad she decided to go with it. And uh, yeah, I like it. Did you have a, an alternate name just in case she didn't like it? I had a couple different ones, but I wanted the pear one. I'm, and that's what we, I'm, I'm so glad she chose that one. She liked it too. So, <laughs> well, I guess you were on the same track for that. So, so that always works. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she's great. Uh, she is, you know, um, she's very, she's a lot more pragmatic than I am. I'm the one that she'll have to reel me in, <laughs> you know, and we balance each other out quite well. So it just works. That, that's interesting when you have co hosts who aren't too similar. I've noticed that those are like the ones that I enjoy listening to also, because if you're, well, we'll just use the word twins for argument's sake. And you're saying the exact same thing and everything you believe is the same after a while. It's like, you're not even giving a different viewpoint between yourselves. What, you know, what happens if you're interviewing somebody else? Yeah. I mean, we're very different in our approach and it just works. And I, and I knew that going into it, I just knew it, we, we had something here and uh, we had good chemistry together. We, so um, I'm like, let's just do this. We only live once. Let's see where it goes and where it takes us. And we've had a lot of fun. We've had a lot of cool people on our show so far. And I just love the human connection and just, I love hearing different people's experiences and stories. Do you have any favorite episodes so far? I know you only do it for so long, but... Uh... Um, you know what? I really like uh, the ghost hunter ones that we have and the psychic ones. I mean, all of them are just really interesting and different in their own way. I like interviewing musicians. We had a great musician, uh, jazz singer that we just interviewed not too long ago. You just get something different with each interview and it's fun. It's good to you know take something out of it. Like, like you said, you, you know, you get to talk to people from all over the place and they've yeah. all got different stories and different experiences. And you know, when you yeah. can drag that into your own podcast and... I know, kind of and it never gets on. old. You know, different ta you know, takes that people have and experiences. I just love it. It's been so much fun. But um, yeah, and my book too. So my book, A Gray Resort, it came out uh, last summer in 20, well, 2019, uh, a couple of years ago. And it's been, my life has not been the same. From what I understand, when you grew up in Wisconsin, your parents actually owned a resort and, yes. and they operated? 
Yes. So um, I grew up in a small town in Wisconsin called Tomahawk, and it's about four hours north of Milwaukee. It's about 3,000 people, and we lived about six miles out of town, and they lived, um, we had a resort along a lake, and it was like out in the middle of the woods, and we had a pool, and I just really didn't know how good I had it at the time. I was just a little girl, but um, it was during the 70s and 80s, and it was just a very interesting, fun time. You know, it was just, uh, there were so many different, uh, stories and anecdotes that I I was like, you know what, this is going to make for a great book at the time, you know, they had eight cabins. So people would come to stay, they would come from, you know, Chicago. Um, a lot of people came from Rockford, Illinois. I don't know why, but I mean, just from all over, they would come stay a week, two weeks, and Saturday would be changeover day. They would you know, pack up and leave. And then we'd get our new uh, group of people. And my parents would love to have these parties. So like picnics and, you know, my mom would go to each cabin and say, hey, we're going to, you know, get together. If you want to come join us, we would love to have you. So we would have people from in town come to these parties. We had all our surrounding neighbors come. Everyone that stayed at the resort would come. And we had this huge group of people. And it happened several times throughout summer. And it was just so fascinating to me. And it was just, um, it was just a great way to grow up. Now, in addition to that, uh, we had a lot of, um, I should say like paranormal things that happened too. just kind of interesting things, um, that happened. I thought, you know what, this is going to make for a great book. And there's people that, um, you know, they've passed on now, but just some fun characters that I, I put in the book. They're actually real people, but of course I've changed names and things, but just, uh, you know, memorable characters. And, um, yeah, I had a lot of fun writing it too. So the book starts off as your typical sweet story of a person at a resort and she meets a mysterious stranger while fishing and yes yeah and then the uh the fun begins from there (laughs) (laughs) yeah well the the prologue is um it's that actually happened so it was kind of um so when i was growing up i sort of had um what they call the shining the sixth sense or a little bit i kind of knew before you know when things would happen before they would the beginning story is true and I incorporated that into the book and it's kind of peppered in throughout the book as well. She has, uh, the main character has special abilities. And as I was writing it, I was recalling the different things that happened and that was really fun. It it took a long time to write too, only because, you know, I have two sets of twins and I probably, I probably would have had it done sooner, but (laughs) I was in the throes of parenting they're all teenagers now. So the older set is, um, they're juniors and the younger set, they're in eighth grade. So they're a lot more independent than they were. So I have the more time that I can, you know, take to my writing and things, but yeah. Yeah. I was wondering about that. Now you just said you're the mom of two sets of twins. Yeah. You get a lot of, wait a minute, which one are you? Right, right, Turn right. around. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're, you know, when people, they're like twins, huh? But they're like two sets are like, what? <laughs> what? I'm like, yeah, two sets. Um, they couldn't be any more different. The The older set is two girls and they are so different in personalities and looks. Um, so I never had a problem like deciding who was who. They, they're not identical. Um, okay. The younger set is a boy girl. Um, they're 14 now. And uh, yeah, they're kind of cool. Actually, the older girl looks more like her younger twin brother than her twin sister. So. Were you a twin also, or? I was not, oh, no. Because I know that there's usually tends to run in families and everything. Yeah, we had to go through fertility. Okay. 
Yeah. I mean, I wanted a twin. I always wanted one. I, I always thought it would be the coolest thing to have a twin at school. You know, you always have like a best friend all, all the time. So, you know, that sounds like a plot to another book, Wendy. It might be. <laughs> <laughs> Work on that. I want to see 500 words in the next couple okay, of weeks. Okay. Okay. I'll do my best. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> okay. And you're actually working on a second book as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, I've been working on that. That did not take like eight years. It only took about a year and a half. So um, during the pandemic is uh, when I really, um, you know, dug my heels in and uh, created the second book, which I kind of have a small following now that really like, when is the second book going to come out? And, you know, I have all the same characters. I'm introducing a couple new ones that I'm super excited about. But um, I had a lot of fun writing this one, and I'm so excited to have it come out. It's supposed to come out in the fall so far. I mean, it's, I mean, right now, what is exciting is I found um, it's going to go to an editor here in the next week or two. So that's exciting. So the ball is rolling, and we're hoping to get it out by late October, November. That's such an interesting way to pick up momentum. I mean, you're right. You wrote your first book based on some experiences and you tied it in with obviously some experiences as well that with the supernatural and the paranormal right. Right. meld that into a book. And then all of a sudden those characters get built up that you can actually write another book to include them and, and yeah. take it off from there. That's, that's kind of unique. You know, it's a, that's really like the type of stuff that, you know, with the twilight and the Harry Potter where, People yeah. get familiar with the characters very quickly. Yeah, I wanted to write a book that, um, you know, I didn't want to write the same old thing. Um, you know, I didn't want it to be a cheesy romance. And I wanted a book that, you know, it would be hard to put down. And I found um, talking with different people and um, reviews and things that, that they were like, oh, you know, like guys your age have picked it up. They looked at the cover and thought, oh, I thought this was a book about fishing. So I picked it up. <laughs> I read it and they're like, it's not about fishing, but I found it hard to put down. I kept tearing the page. I found it very interesting. It's not a book that, um, you know, it's, it's a different kind of book. And that's exactly what I was going for. So that makes me really excited whenever I hear a review like that. It's like um, a gift at Christmas. It's like Christmas time. Whenever I, you know, I'm checking my reviews and I get a new one and it says that I'm like, oh God, doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> Somebody's catching something, but it ain't flounder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... All they would have had to done, they do is just uh, turn the book around and just kind of read like, oh, okay, it's about a girl. And, you know, but um, I've also had like teenage girls that love the book and they gave the book to their mom or vice versa. And the mom loved the book too. So it's like across the board, all different age groups. And that's great. That's exactly what I was hoping for too. Yeah, I guess, especially with books, you, you want to have like a wide appeal. Right, right. Because, yeah, I guess sometimes that you know, that audience, when they grow up, they kind of forget about it. And right. you want people, whether they're older or younger, to be like, this is something I'm surprisingly interested in, even though I wasn't expecting to be. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I wasn't really too interested in fiction books until I picked up a couple. I'm like, oh, I don't want to read about somebody's made up story until I found a book that I really liked. I'm like, oh, OK. You know, that changed my whole tune about the whole thing. So that's what I hope to do um, when people read my book. You know, they're not necessarily, oh, I don't like romance or oh, I'm not really into that paranormal stuff. But then they pick it up thinking, oh, okay, now this is something really different. I like this. So when I went to college, there was a guy that hung out in our little clique 
And he actually went to the same high school as me, but I really didn't know him that well. And I found out that he posed for the cover of those, those little romance novels that you see. Oh, really? <laughs> was he really buff? <laughs> no, he wasn't. That's the funny thing. Because, oh, right. you know, you think Fabio, right? I mean, that's right, the right, right, yeah. And he was just like a skinny guy. Kind of like I a guess, <laughs> Yeah, I guess they, you know, they probably liked the way that his face looked and they just kind of oh, yeah. drew it on a muscular body or whatever. Oh, that's cool, though. <laughs> so does he, do you joke around with him? Do you tease him about it all the time? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just kind of trying to figure it out myself. I was like, bring one of those things and let me see what this looks like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> but hey, I guess somebody has to do it, right? If you, I guess somebody has to do it, you know. <laughs> it's an interesting way to get started in a modeling career. <laughs> <laughs> Is he a model now? Does he do other modeling or just like book covers? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what he does now. I've lost touch with the guy. Oh. I really just knew him for like a short period okay. of time, but yeah, it yeah. was, he was like one of those people, like I said, you, you wouldn't expect that to be his right. story that like, well, yeah, I post for trashy novels. <laughs> that's cool though. That, that, that's like a cool thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like that. <laughs> because you brought up the paranormals, what are some of the paranormal experiences that you've been through? Well, okay. So my mom has, um, she would do things like throughout my childhood that I thought, oh my gosh, how would you know that? Or how did you do that? So um, I recall one time we had a family and a storm was coming and they weren't used to like windstorms or whatever. And we got a lot of them up there in Northern Wisconsin and they came up and there was a picnic table right by our house and they came up and they're like, oh, you know, um, should we like go in our cabin or should we just stay here with you? And she's like, well, I'll just go. And he had sat down at our picnic table and my mom looked at him and we had this big, huge tree that was up by our house. And she said, you need to get up off the picnic table because if you don't, a branch is going to come down and it's going to hit your arm and you're going to break your arm and I don't want to get sued. And I'm just standing there and like, mom, I was like, I don't know, like 11, 11, 12 ish. And um, he just kind of looked at her and he kind of, he went to move and a big tree branch, I mean, he moved and it caught the last part of his wrist or whatever. And um, he didn't break his arm, but if he didn't move, he would have, his arm would have been a lot more, you know, it would have been damaged a lot more than it was. And I just thought, why? I, I just couldn't believe it. And she's, she would do stuff like that all the time. And they just kind of looked at her and they got scared and they're like, okay, you know, they, they went back to their cabin. I remember. And I thought, oh my gosh, but she does stuff like that all the time. Um, we heard weird noises uh, across the lake. So we had a lot of acreage um, across the street and across the lake. And there would be these strange noises and it was just sort of an eerie, eerie, um, feeling around the whole area this around about 20 miles all around it was just a very eeriness to it it's kind of hard to describe um and my mom also saw a ufo in that area i don't know if you believe in those i don't know i kind of do and um yeah it was just a lot of weirdness <laughs> so i incorporated that, that into the book and i also kind of knew about things before they happened in i court i um had put that in the story as well where I would know, you know, about people I went to school with, uh, with my grandmother and, you know, just different things. And I was always like, how do I know this information? How am I privy to this information? I, when I was young, I thought that, you know, I was bad or, you know, I was in, you know, as I got older, people would say, no, you just, you have the gift of discernment and 
you know, it's kind of a gift from God and it's, it's not because you're bad. It's just a gift. You got to learn how to use it. And I think everyone kind of has that gift of, of intuition. They just have to, you know, some people don't want to have that gift or they don't want to know about it or whatever, but I think everyone could tap into it if they wanted to. Did you ever try and pursue that on like an, on a spiritual level, like a, to be like a medium or anything like that? No, I mean, I probably could if I really wanted to, but I just, it got sort of overwhelming with regular life. Like, you know, I would go to the grocery store and someone would pass by me and I would know things and um, I'm like, it just got to be overwhelming. So I kind of closed the door on it. I just didn't, it scared me more at first. And I didn't really, um, I had enough of it. You know, I didn't want to know anymore. Now that I'm older, I'm not so much scared because I kind of understand it better. I probably could if I wanted to be a medium or whatever, but I got so much on my plate now, <laughs> but it would be kind of cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. I've actually had a couple of guests on my show previously, and they've gone through that experience that, that they get those strong sensations about people. And one of them is a, a medium. Yeah. And the other one has just started up. They're actually both relatively new into that field. And that, they're really, it, when you're telling me this story, I'm kind of hearing like what they told me too. They said, mm -hmm. at first you don't understand it. Like, why is this happening to me? Mm -hmm. But, and I guess when they, one of the women, her name is Samantha Jones, when she went to somebody and they just really just explained everything. And she said, she said, I read a lot of books and mm -hmm. I understood why things were happening and, and just really developed it. It is scary though, when you have these feelings and, and they're very strong and it's not something like, Oh, I'm going to read the room and see who's doing this or who's going to, you know, get in an accident or who, you know, what that person, what's going to happen to that person. It wasn't that I would just get an immediate, like knowing it was just a knowing there was no question. It was like if someone brushed past me or if they were sitting near me, um, or I had somebody when I was in high school, um, she had put a baby in my arms and as soon as, you know, I was cradling the baby, it, you know, short life, short life, short life, and, um, ended up dying at 18 in a bad accident. So I consider that a short life. So I had, you know, stuff like that a lot and I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. So I kind of just kind of ignored it or just put it back my mind. And, um, but I did do a lot of writing. That was my kind of outlet for that. When I was younger, I did more poetry and stuff, but, um, yeah, I wrote about, I wrote about a lot of that stuff that happened to me. Maybe even like in some of the future characters, you could probably tie some of that poetry into them. I don't know if you've already done that. Yeah, I could do that for sure. Um, there was getting of, all these ideas, Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> there was so many neat people. There was one um, couple that comes to mind that's in the book. They were just so fun. Uh, she was just a very colorful character. Um, she just said whatever. She had no filter. The greatest, you know, salt of the earth kind of a person. Um, very fun. And um, yeah, I had a lot of fun writing her in the book. Uh, her name's Cassie in the book. And Cassie and Lyle. And uh, it, it was very fun. A little bit about your podcast now. So you, you've said that a lot of it is just life experiences. And it's, we were talking before about sometimes if at least you and Sean have each other. So if you, can, if you can find a guest, you could just talk to each other. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. I'm, we had no problem. Like, well, so she's, I'm married, she's divorced. 
So uh, we did an episode just on her dating experiences. Oh my gosh. And I, let me tell you, it is a zoo out there. <laughs> I feel so bad for her. I was like, oh my God, I could not go back out in the dating world right now. Um, I'm glad I don't have to, but some of the stories that she's telling me and I thought we got to have a, a podcast episode just on that. And uh, it's craziness. Um, we did one on that. We did one, um, a couple different ones on mental health. Um, important it is to you know check in on your friends and you know um just be aware of each other and uh, i don't know it's we've just had so much fun with it um what do we have we have another one coming out uh on monday and uh she's a breast cancer survivor uh she's um she's great and uh yeah so we've had a lot of fun with it you really like the the relatable things too, and even things that are yeah. also beyond our grasp too. I guess. Yeah, and it's not like I didn't want to have a podcast that was specifically, you know, I'm just going to talk about movies, or I'm just going to have a podcast that talks about books, or I'm just, you know, I wanted to have a wide range of things. <laughs> um, you know, I didn't want to limit our topics, um, so we would have, you know a lot of different people on and we're not a political podcast at all. I don't care what side um, politically anybody is on. It's just, if they have a compelling story and they're fun and interesting, we'd love to have them on. Or, you know, we we like to educate as well as um, have some laughs. That's what we like doing over here too. So I I get exactly what you're (laughs) talking about. Yeah. It's funny. I like the shows where you have someone come on and, and they're talking about something that you really don't know anything about. So you become that blank slate. And it's just as you're absorbing, as they're talking, it's like your audience is learning and it's you're like, learning like at the fun. same time. It's like, oh, cool. I didn't know about that. Yeah. So I'm writing <laughs> stuff down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You get smarter having all these cool guests on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. One of my earlier episodes, I got to talk to an astrophysicist. Oh, and, wow. And I listened to a lot of science podcasts. And, and I was saying to him, I'm glad you came on because sometimes when you're just listening, you can't visualize it. I mean, and even though this yeah. is an audio podcast, but right. I think just to have him answering the questions and he really just kind of broke everything down. I was, when I was done, I was like, I feel so much smarter. <laughs> like ask me a question. I'm ready. Right. 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 Oh, that's funny. Because uh, I guess when we're talking about podcasts, uh, what are some of the podcasts that you like to listen to? I love to listen to, because I want to know um, the co-host, the host is Leslie fear. She has all different great guests on. Um, she, she had one on, um, in fact, and I'm going to have the same lady on in this lady was talking about fairies, like real live fairies that she's seen in the world. <laughs> so okay. just yeah, a lot of, um, extraterrestrial, um, just all kinds of stuff. People that have uh, obstacles that they've had. And, um, yeah, I love listening to that. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts right now because I just, I'm really, I don't have a lot of time. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's really hard. That's my like struggle right now is I'm trying to time manage and I'm not very good at it. It's like I go from one thing to the next. So I have a job. I work at the high school. I got four teenagers. I'm working on my second book. Um, I have a podcast. So it's like, oh God, there's only so much time in the day. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty full plate, Wendy. I don't think you... <laughs> you didn't have to make any uh, excuse or anything like I mean, that. <laughs> you know, it's like I had a dentist appointment the other day. And I thought that was going to be, you know, like a little mini vacation because I was just sitting in the chair. Is that bad? <laughs> I wanted laughing gas, but they wouldn't give it to me. It was just a teeth cleaning. It wasn't. But I'm like, oh. 
<laughs> please, this is peace and quiet for me. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. It's hard for me to find a lot of peace, but that's okay. It, it'll come. But uh, yeah, it's hard. You know, and I think what happens sometimes when you get that peace, then you kind of miss the noise after a while. I know. <laughs> I know. It's always that way, isn't it? Um, oh, I should also say, too, I have a book. Um, I have an anthology book that I'm doing with several other authors around the world. Um, a very interesting book is called Thriving Beyond Crisis, and that's coming out in July as well. So it's in the editing phase right now. It's from authors all around the world, all different stories, um, obstacles that they've overcome and things. And I'm very excited about that. I'm proud of that, proud of that too. So that's coming in July. Well, that should be out by the time this episode is out. So what yeah. we can do is uh, when, you, when it's out, let me know, send me the link and I will share the link with everybody on, on my social media as well. I would love that. Thanks. Okay. So what we're doing now, you know, we've, you've already got us into the shameless self-promotion mode. So let's <laughs> do a little shameless self-promotion, Wendy. Shameless self-promotion. Okay. Yeah. You can find my books. Um, I'm all over the place. Really, anywhere you get books. It's called A Gray Resort by Wendy Coke. And my last name is spelled K-O-K. I'm on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target.com, Walmart.com, um, Book Baby Bookshop. Um, yeah, so you can look me up on Amazon. You can even look my name up on Amazon. My book will come right up. Uh, I'm WhamCokeAuthor.com is my website. And um, a JuicyPearPodcast.com. We're on all the directories. You could um, go online and just download an episode straight from your phone. So, yeah. See, and this is why she is so busy. This is why the dentist visit seems such like <laughs> such a pleasure trip. That's pretty bad, isn't it? I know. That's bad. <laughs> okay, Wendy Koki is her name. Keep an eye open for her books coming out and have a listen to a juicy pair with her and her friend Sean. Wendy, thanks so much for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Be a rebel. Follow the show at Sherpolution on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And now it's time for Sherpa Suggestions. So since A Grey Resort is kind of an unusual sort of romance novel... I figured I'd throw you some podcasts that have unusual romances going on and stuff like that. Okay, so here we go. We have the 222 Paranormal Podcast. We have the Sexy Scary Book Club. My Imaginary Friends with L. Penelope. Nice Girls Reading Naughty Books. The House of Mystery Radio on NBC. Dark Romance Novels and Stories by Audio Iron. Romance Readers Podcast with Lori Foster. And shh, we're reading dirty books. Well, don't say that you're reading dirty books if you're going to shush somebody. <laughs> A very special thanks to Wendy Coke for coming on by the Sherpa Chalet. Hey, if you like this show, could you do me a tiny favor, a teeny tiny favor? Just leave me a nice review on Apple Podcasts or iHeartRadio or Stitcher.com. Spread the word about the Sherpa Lucian. You know, I've been getting little emails saying that we're 
getting in the top 50 of certain countries. We made it into the top 20 of Saudi Arabia and Vietnam and the Netherlands. Really, I'm not kidding. That's pretty amazing. So let's spread it all over the world. Make everybody join the Share Pollution just like you are, you crazy rebels, you. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming by and make sure you swing by next week. Really great conversation again with another author. Her name is S.J. Childs. She writes children's books, but very special children's books. And we have a talk about autism. And I really learned a lot from her. I really enjoyed speaking with her. I think you will learn a lot in this conversation as well. So we'll be here next week. And if you subscribe, it'll already be there on your podcast feed. If not, then you can listen to the show on any of your favorite podcast apps or at my website, sharepollution.com. That's it for me, folks. Tim the Podcast Sharp is saying, bye-bye. Okay, Mr. Bruce, let's do a paranormal exit, okay? All right, well, we can just walk out the door, too. That'll be good. All right, bye, Rebels. Viva la Sharp Pollution. Thanks for listening to Too Many Podcasts. Please disperse. You can go home now. I said you can go home now. Viva la Chapalition. Viva la Chapalition. <laughs> oh. Yo, come back now, you hear? <laughs> <laughs>